the antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. Okay? And I know to a lot of you, a lot of you this sounds crazy, but guys, God's given us everything we need. Okay? And I'm going to give you, again, I test and prove all things. Okay? Um, this has been around for centuries. Um, we, we've got research after research, documented, peer-reviewed, published papers on urine. We do. We have this. You know, I don't want to be all judgmental, you know, but this is sick. It's sick and wrong. <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Simon. Hi, I'm half cut Kate Rambo. Kate Rambo, you got a full cut yes. Steve Austin behind you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's my new backdrop. He's really cut. What a sexy He's- beast. He's just a sexy boy. That's not his song, though. So That's Heartbreak Kids. Yeah, what is, what is that? Is that like a wall hanging? What, like a uh, tapestry? It's, it's a duvet cover. Oh, it's and a all duvet the Americans, cover. Yeah, you do. Americans don't know what a duvet is. Oh, yeah, we have duvet. I have a duvet on my bed right now. A duvet. A duvet. A duvet. A duvet. I always thought it was just a very British thing. Like, only Brits know what a duvet is. No, it's Even definitely a French go to Bed Bath & Beyond and say, hey, where are the duvets? And they'll, they'll point you to them. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the duvets. Like, Americans are all about blankets. It's like, do you want a blanket to see, sleep with? No, I want a duvet. That's what people sleep with, is a fucking duvet. If I ever have a child, I'll name that child Blanket. <laughs> all right, Michael. <laughs> well, you dangle them off a balcony as well. That is a pretty cool duvet, though. It almost has like a gradient, like a silver gradient on the type, on the font. I would like to thank my friend Gino, who sent me it for my birthday. Big ups to Gino. That's a good gift. That's a very thoughtful gift. It is everything I've ever wanted in a duvet cover. It, I actually never had this, and I, but I did have. So this picture of Stone Cold, I, that's the poster I had, like the full-length poster of him. Of him just standing there with his vest? I never wanked over Stone Cold, even though his like original name was Gorgeous, Gorgeous Steve. Oh, I never knew that. That was his name before he became, before he oh, started yeah. smashing beer cans on his forehead. Uh, well, he never did that really. Yeah, but he, did, he, he had long, he had long on blonde hair. Uh, oh, no, yeah, he, would, he yeah, did. he did that. He did that. Yeah, I guess he did have long blonde hair. Forgot but about that. But it's those shitty, tiny, tiny American cans. It wasn't like he was smashing like a kind of special brew into his head. No, it was like, like small. Like uh, he drinks shit beer, like Bush, right? No, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst, which okay, I like. PBRs. He like uh, PBRs. He was smashing. I like those a PBR. Yeah, not bad beer. Yeah, I'd prefer to I drink that was... than all the other fancy beers. I've the beer I really want to try the American beer which I've not seen yet maybe it isn't on like the west coast is um Bushlight I want to try that. Yeah, Bushlight was the beer we drank in high school cuz it was like $6 for like a 24 pack. It's the Floridian beer. So that's uh, why I want to drink it and become a Florida man. Florida yeah. Kate. It's that is pretty much you're like when you get down to like Keystone and Bushlight that's even below high life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, is it? Yeah. Do like a high life. I'm I'm excited to come back to America and I'm going to drink a lot of Miller. You know what I wouldn't mind having is a Black Label, which is a very popular beer in Michigan that you can't really find out here. Oh. Yeah, Black Label. We should hook you up somehow. I should see if if Big Jer has any connections for Black Label because he has friends that go to Michigan that come back and they always bring beer back. I'll ask him. This weekend I'm heading up to San Francisco for Ozzy's second birthday. Yeah, this time a year ago, I was in America, and it was my first time meeting the family. At this time, I'm skipping it. Yeah, that, you it's know, the start of me skipping family events already. Last year, this weekend, uh, it was your first time ever visiting San Francisco. Well, you would you would go to San Francisco. It's a fun city to visit. Oh my god, I love San Francisco. I know you would never live there again, but I can see why you live there. It's it's great. I maybe would live there again if the cost of living became somewhat normal. But anyway, it's a it's a fun, and if they deal with the homeless situation, but it was funny because we so oh, last yeah. year around this time, you know, I was saying like uh, they live in the mission now. It's not that bad. The tenderloin, that's a sketchy area. You, it's it's actually really not that bad in the mission. We take we take the Bart from the Oakland airport and we get off at twenty fourth and Mission, the the Bart station there. As soon as we get up to the surface, you see a half naked homeless man who bore a striking resemblance to Danny Trejo. Yes. Dancing to uh, You Dropped a Bomb on Me. Remember that? that? A, yeah, that was my first uh, sight of San Francisco. It was brilliant. Half naked Danny Trejo. And then you got to meet the family. You got to meet the friends. You had JoJo and Wackerly for the first time. Yeah. Oh, that, it was, that was like a drunken, just a drunken weekend with JoJo, wasn't it? It was really fun. I miss JoJo. And my sister threw a big party. You know, this year it's going to be much, much smaller, much more mellow. Like she's just having a few people at her house. Um, but you know what's funny? She invited Wackerly and he said he has plans. He's totally snubbing us. Wackerly is like me. Maybe me and Wackerly are having a Zoom party this weekend for all anyone knows. Like, I don't know. He said he made up some like spurious excuse. But Did he it's say funny his dog is sick? Well, no, he says he's like going, I don't remember, he said something like he's going up north or something. But now I know what John Steele felt like, though, in that parking lot at the <laughs> podcast convention in 2006 when Wackerly was just too cool to get out of the car and shake his hand and say goodbye. Like saying, it was nice meeting you. Just couldn't get out of the car. Snubbed him. I know we've talked about this on uh, Christmas episodes of past, but I am entirely on Steele's side still. And I feel well, that Wackily has not apologized enough for it. For I was snow. neutral, even though, because I was there and I witnessed the whole thing, but I was still kind of neutral, but now I'm not. I'm on Steele's side now, because I've been Thank snubbed. You. I know exactly yeah. what it is to get snubbed by Wackily, and it hurts. It does hurt. And, it does. Uh, yeah, join the Steele side. It stings you on the inside. <laughs> Um, you also met the Kesslers. You met the, the Kessler sisters. They were both there. And I will meet the Kesslers again when we go, because, you know, I'm going to move over. And one of our first destinations when I've moved over is we are going back to Bay City and we are going to their lake house. And that's debatable. But yes, no, I mean, we're going there. one day we will. <laughs> the whole family is going to go there and we're going to have a party on the lake. Even Ozzy can come to that. Maybe Wackily will come. It'll be interesting because... Yeah, I wonder how, um, I guess, how right-wing Sarah will be at that point. Because you remember, she was a rabid anti-vaxxer and anti-masker. Yeah, you know what, though? I have no problem with those people because Sarah was very aware of it. She was like, I know I'm crazy. 
And she was saying that. I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, you know you're a total dick. So I have no problem with it. It's the people who truly believe that Trump is like, you know, the god that I have a problem with. She probably voted for Trump, but just because she probably wouldn't vote for a Democrat. But she was right. really like, I mean, she was all in on the anti-mask movement. Like she oh, had a whole yeah, party her with thing. her kids burning masks in the fireplace outside. <laughs> or like they had a fire pit and they're all burning masks, like symbolically. Because she hated the mask so bad. But I was thinking about this. That was just a year ago. Isn't it crazy? It was just a year ago. Everyone was wearing yeah. masks. You had to have vaccine cards. I know. When I first flew out, I had to do, uh, I had to do a Zoom meeting uh, with this like, really random company that I paid like 70 quid for. Yeah. And I had to do a, a, a COVID test in front of them over Zoom. Well, and it like, was that's bullshit kind of wild now. with uh, with Britain because I remember at that time you Britain. had to like go to you had to go to private companies. It was like two hundred pounds to get this COVID test, this rapid right. COVID. It was such bullshit. Like they wouldn't let you take a home one. Remember? Yeah, they wouldn't let you have the free NHS ones. Assholes. Of course they wouldn't. You know, no, if Britain could profit. find a way to fleece another country, of course we're going to do that. That's why we were a world leading power, baby. But still. It's hard to believe that that well, it's hard to believe that, but it's also hard to believe that it was a year ago <laughs> that we had to deal with this like insane moment. You know, it was an insane moment in history. Like there will be movies set in that time where people I are going to be wearing masks and we're all going to like have like PTSD. D, I actually saw a movie. It had um, it's on Netflix. It's got Adam Driver in it. I was half watching it because I've been doing a lot of Patreon work, and sometimes I'll just throw a film on in the background that I feel like I can ignore. And it was an Adam Driver movie set during the pandemic, and they're half wearing masks in it. And I already thought I hate this. I never want to see it. I just don't. I don't want to see films about like the Spanish flu. So I already don't want to see films about COVID. I but just don't want to see it. Was it was the film about COVID or did it happen during the pandemic? It was set during the pandemic. A bit of both. Okay. It's on Netflix. People uh, know. What was that that movie, uh this the the Knives Out sequel, Glass Onion? That was also set during the pandemic. Also annoying. Like just yeah, I, I like just it hate it because it kind of feels like woke to me in a way. It's like I just like can we not just forget about COVID already? Well, I can understand that, but I'm just thinking, I think, you know, 10 years from now, we'll kind of look back, you know, we'll reminisce about, oh, remember how crazy that was. It's just weird to me that it's only been a year, a year has elapsed, and it's just like everything's back to normal. Like, I went to a death metal show last night. You don't see people in masks. And that's the thing. Back, I say to this back then, many times, I didn't give a shit about the vaccines. I didn't give a shit about, you know, masks, masking or whatever. I mean, I put way worse shit in my body than fucking the, uh, the, the, the oh, COVID yeah. or the Pfizer, you know, the COVID Pfizer vaccine. I just wanted shit to get back to normal. I wanted to go, be able to go to a bar again. I, I wanted to not have to stand in a queue to buy fucking paper towel at the Trader Joe's. We all, that's all we wanted. Yeah, so if I had to get a couple injections of this vaccine that was tested and verified by medical doctors who are smarter than me, sure, fuck it, as long as I can go have a drink at a bar. And I did find the whole anti-vax movement rather amusing, and the the anti-vaxxers, because those people were so, like, I I would say stubborn, but also kind of just dim-witted, that they they would prefer to listen to the advice of, you know, of some asshole 
like Donald Trump telling them to inject disinfectant as a potential treatment rather than trust a vaccine that has been tested and approved by medical doctors and scientists who are educated professionals. You know, instead, they're listening to this guy saying like, you know, uh, I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that by injection inside or almost a cleaning? Because you see, it get it get in the lungs, gets in the lungs, and it does a tremendous number on the lungs. Trump said this at a press conference in April 2020. And that's your world leader, do you? I kind of think, though, and we'll I've probably be elected used, again in this dumbass country. I've used anti-vaxxers in a in a kind of like barometer of friendship, and yes, it's turned me onto some people, and it's also turned me off to some people in the same way that. I think if you're a person who believes in conspiracy theory, which by scientific fact, if you believe in conspiracy theories, it does mean you're dumber than the average person. Same for anti-vaxxers, because all it is is conspiracy theory. And I also think it shows that you you just don't give a shit about other people. Like, yeah, it is definitely a very selfish perspective. I mean, you're only caring about yourself at that point. But th- th- that's the thing. It's like there are all these people who are just unwilling to take a vaccine, even though they've taken vaccines before. They've taken a vaccine for polio. You know, they've taken a vaccine What's for funny, though, is D, the measles w- and rubella. Oh, yeah, when they were babies. But yeah. let's bring this up now. Most of these people who haven't then gone and got va- vaccinated, are you telling me that they have master's degrees? Do they do they have any formal education? Like, like do they have degrees? Because most of them are just frank, taught like this. And have well, no, I, I wouldn't say that. Sarah, Sarah Sarah Kessler, she's very educated. I don't think she has her master's, but, uh, you know, she's educated. She went to accredited university. And there were a lot of people that were that were intelligent, that were just very, you know, skeptical okay, yeah. of, the, of the vaccines. But, yeah, probably I would say the vast majority, yeah, are probably <laughs> rednecks or whatever or people that live in Florida. But But that's the thing. It's like I just don't get – if you're willing – and this is what I told people, especially when – like, you know, my tattoo artist – you know, in uh, in in oh, Holland, yeah. that guy, that. crazy anti-vaxxer. And I don't want to argue about it. It's up to you. It's your body. But when they ask me about it and they say, like, well, you know, you're 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 taking that risk. It's like, listen, I'm willing to take the gamble. I'm willing to take the gamble, you know, much like my parents did when they gave me a polio vaccine. Rather than getting polio, let's take this thing that's been tested and proven to work on people, millions of people over Look, decades. I have- I've swallowed the cum of strange men, men whose faces and names I can't even place. I've definitely taken worse things into my body than just like a random vaccine in an injection. At least then I can be like, oh, I know the ingredients to this. But I'd rather... (laughs) I didn't know the ingredients to that cum. I'd rather take the gamble, though, of that than doing like ultraviolet light or... um. You know, what, the household cleaners, like disinfectant praise. Like people were gargling bleach. Four percent of the of, of these people who who took uh who took the survey, the CDC did a survey. Four percent that said that they actually gargled bleach to deal with COVID rather than take a vaccine. You know, some of them had to be hospitalized, required medical attention. <laughs> and then there's the, then there's all the people that took the the horse parasite ivermectin, the horse Good. parasite remover. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. just, it, it was insane to me that these people are willing to go to those lengths, to go to those measures, to trust some guy on Facebook telling them to, to inject bleach 
or to, to, to take a horse de-louser than to, than to trust a scientist who's telling them to take a vaccine. So this week, we <laughs> chat, well, I chatted because you couldn't make it, but I chat with the king of the anti-vaxxers. This guy is the king of the anti-vax movement, Christopher Key, a bizarrely entertaining man. Um, we chat about how you should never, never trust Big Pharma and their satanic vaccines because you have your own God-given vaccine against COVID, K. Rambo. You probably didn't even know about it. You probably weren't even aware about this God-given vaccine that you have right now. Is it cum? It's the golden elixir. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's the urine elixir. or piss. It's piss. Jesus juice. No. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, so, geez. I mean, compared to gargling bleach and horse delousing medication, drinking urine doesn't seem that outlandish, you know? Who needs scientific I mean, evidence? We got urine. To be fair, I got to give this guy a little bit of credit. I mean, the Romans uh, washed in Egyptians, urine, but they weren't drinking it. They were washing in it, which is different because, you know, it's got ammonia in it, but not drinking it. Washing. Well... You'll see what Christopher Key does with uh, piss. Uh, Before we get into that, let's chat about something that'll make you feel better than drinking your own urine. The Sick and Wrong Patreon. Um, (laughs) If you're a fan of the show, people, seriously, if if you dig what we do every week, that what we've been doing for, God, 17 years now. I've been doing it for 17 years. All I ask is that you throw a couple bucks. Just sign up for Patreon. Give us, you know, subscribe. And you get all this extra content because, you know, we're really trying to, to put something out that, uh, that people appreciate. And we do appreciate you signing up for the Patreon and keeping the show going. For only five bucks a month, that's it, five bucks a month, you get access to Sick and Wrong's second show. We do an entire second show on Patreon uh, that's quite a bit more cheeky than the main show, I'd say. Very so. Um, this week, Kate Rambo has a very special guest, the big titty goth detective. She's coming on the show to chat about death love and i'm sure kitties i'm sure kitties titties and british food we do like um, a british food roundup on the second show this week so if you've ever wanted to know about iconic british food we also tell you how to make a beige buffet oh that'd be interesting to find out. i've always wanted to learn that beige buffet and the other and then the rest of the patron is all it's, it's patrick swayze weekend the whole thing yeah, you do a whole, whole overkill <laughs> on, uh, on Patrick Swayze. I do a whole overkill about Patrick Swayze. I've I've been through about maybe 60 hours of interviews with Patrick Swayze. I've put all that shit together. And then other than that, we do Movie Club, and that's all about Point Break. Let me tell you, I have fallen into a Patrick Swayze wormhole. I love him, and I'm going to be sad that he is no longer like talking in my ear for like 40 hours a week now. I already mm-hmm. miss him. Who do you think is sexier, Patrick Swayze or Keanu Reeves? Oh my god! Right, we're gonna get into this. Obviously, I am. I discovered my sexuality freak, Keanu Reeves. So Keanu Reeves is always gonna be part of my life. But as I've gotten older, it's definitely been Patrick Swayze. I am like the girl in Gummo, but Ghost win, is not my favorite roadhouse. Who would win in a fight? Patrick Swayze would undoubtedly win in a fight. He didn't in Point Break. What are you trying to say? Because it's ambiguous at the end, baby, and we talk about that on the overkill. 
Well, people are going to have to listen to the Overkill and find out. So there you go. Just five bucks a month. Sign for the Sick Wrong Patreon. You get all that in return, and you get to feel good about supporting this show that you love. Also, you get the Sick and Wrong archives. Didn't even mention that. You get to listen to the Wackley and the Harrison years. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Let me play this quick Patreon promo, and then let's chat with Christopher Key about drinking urine. Hey, Sick and Wrong listeners. If you're not currently a Sick and Wrong patron, you might be missing out on special moments like this one. So before you've actually penetrated her with your Johnson, you're going to just rub the tip, the head, the glands of your shaft around her outer labia and over her clitoris. And you're just going to tease her by saying things like, oh, I don't even know if I should even put it in today. I don't even know if you just, I don't even know if you deserve <laughs> Put it in today? Like, like what? I'm today. a fucking microwave. Just teasing up like that and then... Wait, wait, wait. So you're supposed to rub your dick up and down her pussy and on her club being like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to put this in. I don't know. Today. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe if yeah. you play your cards right, Missy, you might get this <laughs> cock inside of you, Okay. But for now, I'm just going to rub it on the outside, all right? Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> How annoyed would wow. you be? I'd just be like, put it in today. I'd be like, oh, well, give me, shoot me an email when you're ready to put it in. <laughs> for only $5 a month, you can enjoy these special moments. A bonus news story, extra phone calls, and an hour's worth of outtakes every week at patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. Support the show. And keep it sick and wrong. But don't you ever think of me. Christopher, how you doing? Thanks for being on the show. I'm always fabulous, brother. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's it's the weekend. Can't complain about that. Let me start off. I was, you know, I, I found out about you. I came across an article, I think, um, about one of your uh, several arrests. And uh, I found out about the, the vaccine police website um, that, that, you, that you maintain. So who, who are the vaccine police? Well, brother, we're the least of these. We're, we're the ones that hold the CDC, the FDA, the AMA, anybody that's doing ill will to God's people and God's children. We, the people, have to hold them accountable. This is not a vaccine. This is a bioweapon. Uh, this, this is not a pandemic. This is a pandemic. And this has been planned for a very, very long time, brother. Who uh, planned this? Again, that's a broad question, but I, I'm just saying, give me a couple, a couple key figures. Uh, the, the, the key figure, the, the most prominent would be um, the Rockefeller um, Foundation, the Rockefellers themselves. I mean, this is all about petroleum. This is all about money. This is all about power. Uh, George Soros. Uh, th- there's a whole list of families that I believe control um, the masses. And, and, and this has to stop. They're satanic, they're Luciferian. And we, the people, have to speak up and speak out. What do you think of recent news, though, that they said it was a leak from a Chinese laboratory in Wuhan? Like the FBI did a did a study and said, yep, it definitely leaked from Wuhan. I don't believe anything they tell us on the television because the television lies, lies. It tells double lies on Sunday. I don't listen to TV programming because they program you to their narrative, which is completely, totally satanic and Luciferian. And who knows, brother? Um, what I do know is this is not. I repeat, this is not a pandemic. This is a pandemic. And again, this is not a vaccine. This is a bioweapon. Do, do you think COVID is a bioweapon? 
Most definitely, brother. I mean, again, what you have to understand is God gave us an immune system, and, and this immune system will hi, uh, fight off any and all disease. A lot of your listeners probably don't know anything about me, brother, but just to, to give your listeners a reason why you might want to listen to anything I have to say, mm-hmm. um, I've been part of four national championships, three Super Bowls. I was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I was on 60 Minutes. I help people without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. And nine years ago, the government came in, fined me hundreds of millions of dollars, seized everything I own, and shut me down. Why? Because we were helping God's people and God's children without drugs, without chemicals, without surgery. But guys, my greatest accomplishment in life was the day I became a father. And this is what all you really need to listen to, because this is when my life changed. Okay, I was a power lift. I was a bodybuilder. I owned a bunch of health clubs. I brought to market a device called the BiPod. Go look it up. It's the most advanced technology in the world now for measuring body fat. But what woke me up was when my twins were born and I became a father. And my twins are born with one of the most rare diseases on the planet called phenylketonuria, PKU. My children will never eat protein. No milk, no chicken, no cheese, no fish, no birthday cake, no ice cream. Nothing that has protein will my twins ever eat. If they do, it becomes toxic, goes straight to the brain. It causes the most extreme mental retardation there is. I've never heard of this disease. Is, it, is this very rare? This is one of the most rare diseases on the planet. And for me to have twins that were fraternal twins and to have two of them is like winning the lottery a million times over, brother. <laughs> I'll pass on that lottery. But that is that is very, very rare and, and, uh, um, and, and interesting. I've never actually heard of PKU. So uh, is there a treatment for PKU? Uh, again, my children um, live off a medical formula that gives them all their essential amino acids. And, and that's why I was forced to test and prove all things as our Lord commands us to do. And when I went into my pediatrician the first time and told him about my children, their PKU, he's like, I've only read about this. I, I've never had a child with PKU, much less two. And I'm like, well, doc, well, what can you tell me about vaccines? Because I know I had eight of them. And I, I was told to test and prove all things. So what can you tell me about these vaccines you're wanting to give my children today? And he said, well, interesting you ask. Your children are part of a new schedule where they will receive 72 vaccines, now what I call bioweapons, before they're 18 years of age. And I'm like, well, Doc, you know, it's, I had like eight. Seems I a said, bit Doc, can you show me a study? Can you show me a study that this new schedule safe? And he said, sure, Christopher, they're all over the place. I said, well, can I see one now? He's like, right now? I was like, hell yeah, right now. You're about to inject my children with these vaccines. I gotta see the study. So I, I'm very into research. I, I love randomized double blind placebo studies. I said, Doc, I need to see a study. He said, Well, nobody's ever asked me. I'll, I'll have to get that for you. I said, Well, I can wait. He said, Well, I'll have it ready for your next appointment. So, brother, seven days later, go ahead. Christopher, where where was your doctor located? Like, was your doctor located in like a rural community or did you go to like a professional in like, I don't know, New York City or a large metropolitan area? This is in Mountain Brook, Alabama, one of the richest cities in the United States of America. This is a very well-respected medical doctor. I mean, again, your medical doctors, they practice medicine. You know, you know why they practice medicine? Because they ain't figured it out. Would you ever go to a plumber that was practicing how to fix your toilet or a mechanic that was practicing how to fix your engine on your car. Why do we put so much faith in these men and women that are practicing medicine? Can you tell me that? Well, you know, I would go to a, you know, if a, a mechanic had an apprentice, 
and he was learning and I was going to get charged less money. And yet he had a, uh, you know, a mentor that was showing him what to do. I probably would go. But in your case, I would have been like, okay, I think I'm going to get a second opinion here. Did you, did you do that? Did you go to multiple doctors or did you just take this one doctor's word as, as gospel? Well, brother, what I did, go back. Okay. This is a very well-respected medical doctor. He's never heard of PKU. And he's telling me my children are going to have 72 vaccines before they're 18 years of yeah, age. I, I would have questioned that, though. I, I wouldn't have I would have been like, OK, I'm, I'm going to go get a second opinion on this because 72 vaccines seems a bit egregious to me. Well, brother, that that is the vaccine schedule for the entire United States population. Every child will get 72 vaccines before they're 18 years of age. And, and this blew my mind, brother, This because I had no clue. Oh, that's shocking. I, I had no clue that. There could be that many vaccines for a kid. And this is where your people need to listen because he told me he would have me this study next time we came to show that this new schedule was safe. I come into the doctor's appointment seven days later. They got my son um, three shots, my daughter three shots. The nurse is about to inject my children. I'm like, wait a second. Doc was supposed to show me the studies that this new schedule safe. We need to talk. So you're not doing anything until we talk. So Doc comes in into the waiting room, I mean, into the um, into the room, and he says, Christopher, he won't look at me, brother. He won't look at me. He says, Christopher, uh, Christopher, um, there are no studies. But Christopher, they have to be safe. It's been approved by the FDA and the CDC and the AMA. Well, why are you going to act like that, brother? And I looked at him, brother, and I said, me act like that? How are you going to act like that when you're a medical doctor that took an oath to do no harm, and you're telling me there's no study to show this new schedule safe? Well, what are you smoking? How are you going to give this to my kids and any other kids? And thank God, brother, we left that day. But I want to tell your listener something, because I learned this um, nearly nine months ago when I was in Georgia, and I was talking to a four-term congressman who is a medical doctor, and I told him this story, and he told me, he says, Christopher, do you know that the American medical doctors no longer take an oath to do no harm? Did you know that, brother? The Hippocratic Oath, that's that's out the window? They, they stopped doing it? 1972, they were no longer allowed to do it because Roe versus Wade was passed. And when Roe versus Wade passed and they could kill little babies, they could no longer take the oath to do no harm, brother. That's interesting. I, I should probably ask some of my uh, doctors that I know. If they still take you the need to. Or not. So on the case of vaccines, do you feel that like all vaccines are evil and are product of Satan? Or are there some that actually do some good? Like, for example, the, uh, you know, the, the polio, you know, the polio vaccine, you know, due to uh, when, when people started taking the, the polio vaccine worldwide, you know, there, it decreased. Polio decreased by 99 percent, like from 1988 <laughs> to 2018. I mean, it's proven there are the studies Kool-Aid, for that. Brother. And what you about need, HPV? You need a big, the, the, big cup of the Kool-Aid. It, uh, so speaking of which, are you drinking? Is that is that yellowish water? Is that uh, that's is that water? Or is that urine that you're drinking right there? That is urine, my friend. That that is urine. That and is that your own urine or is that someone else's urine? <laughs> Come on, brother. That's my own urine. Why would I drink somebody else's well, urine? I, I don't know. Like with urine therapy, I, that's a question I had because I don't know much about urine therapy. I didn't know if it if you can only drink your urine to experience the benefits or if you could drink anyone's urine or if some healthier people's urine is better than unhealthy urine. Well, let, 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 let's come back to that. But I, I've got to finish what you were talking about vaccines and talking about polio and talking about do I believe all vaccines are unavoidably yeah. unsafe. Look, 
I'm not a medical doctor. Do not believe anything I tell you to do what the Lord commands you to do, and that is test and prove all things. You guys need to go do the research. In 1986, Ronald Reagan, the president, passed the Vaccine Injury Act that exempt all vaccine companies from any and all liability. Wouldn't you love, brother, to have a company that the government said, we exempt you of all liability. We don't care how many people you murder, how many people you maim, how many people you, you do whatever to, you're free to go. But then they mandated that everybody buy the product. Wouldn't you love to have a company that the government exempt you of all liability and then mandated that every single person buy your product? That's what happened in 1986. But you're talking about how, do I believe all vaccines are, are, are not safe? Well, don't believe me. In 2010, the U.S. Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, the one that overruled Roe versus Wade this past year, ruled in Wyatt versus Brissowick, go look it up, that all vaccines are unavoidably unsafe. That was the ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court, brother. I guess my question is then, would you rather take your chances with like, polio or, or measles or, or meningitis or diseases that have been proven in studies to have been decimated by these vaccines. I mean, I'm just saying oh me personally, if I was to gamble on the odds, I'd be like, you know, I'll take the vaccine rather than uh, deal with like getting polio, which is, a you know, that was eradicated at one point. See, again, brother, I, I don't want to argue with you because si sadly you don't understand science. Or you haven't studied science. I'm the not a medical doctor. Never, never listen to me. It never cured anything. God gave us all an immune system, and I will trust my God-given immune system than I would ever touch aborted fetuses, monkey um, embryos, all these other uh, mercury and, and, and formaldehyde. Why would you put those things, aborted fetus, MRC-5, go look it up, the aborted fetus that they use to grow out the polio vaccine. Why would you want aborted fetuses injected into you, brother? Hey, if it was proven to uh, stop the spread of polio, I'm I'm down. It wasn't. It wasn't proven. It, I mean, there's been multiple studies on this one, and same with the the HPV vaccine. I mean, that's reduced the uh, the risk of uh, cervical cancer in women. That's <laughs> also been proven in Denmark, in France, in Australia, uh, by medical oh, doctors. Wow. Brother, again, I, I'm sorry you've taken the Kool Aid and and and, and I, you I mean, want I guess to I believe have. what you've been told. I guess I have, but I mean, at the same time, it's just me personally, it's the gamble. It's like people are saying, hey, these vaccines have proven to be effective against the spread of polio. It's like, all right, well, you know, you're you're a doctor and this is there's been clinical studies and it's been proven. I think I'll take the so gamble. You, you got to stop right there. OK, stop right there. OK. In 2018, Robert Kennedy Jr., Dell Big Tree sued HHS, OK, Human Health Services, to release the safety studies. Ronald Reagan said in 1986, if we're going to exempt the vaccine companies of all liability and, and force everybody to take the, 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 the bioweapons, we got to hold the vaccine companies accountable. How are we going to do that? We're going to make them do safety studies, like you said, safety studies, but not every year. We're going to make them do it every other year. 2018, they sued to release the safety studies. The ones that you say are out there. Guess how many were released? Not one single safety study had been done in 33 years, brother. But yet you say they're safe and effective and you say there's all these studies. Where are the studies? I mean, I'll send you a link to a, a number of resources that I that I read about the past couple of days. I mean, I'll send you a link to it. I mean, they're out there. I mean, I, I did just a cursory amount of research last night and I found at least two dozen studies about the, the efficacy of vaccines. Every study you found was, 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 was found by Big Pharma, promoted by Big Pharma. They paid the scientists to put together the data. 
HHS were supposed to do the safety studies that were completely non-biased and not one single safety study had been done. I mean, if you were buying my products and the only safety studies were done to show that they were effective was the ones that I had done, would you believe me? No, you wouldn't have. You would want independent studies done, would you I, not? I would want doctors or scientists, people who are medically proven, to uh, test these vaccines. That's who, I would, that's who I would choose to trust. I mean, that's, that's me personally, and I think that's a thing. People should do their own, just like you said, people should do their own research and believe what they've found out themselves. Don't just blindly accept information that you, re- you hear online or on YouTube or on Facebook. Use critical thought. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying about this. But mo- moving on, you promote urine therapy and you're an advocate of it, and you have been for quite, quite some time. So how long have you been? years. At, how long? 24, 24 years. years. So what are the healing properties of urine? Like, why, why do you drink your own urine? Well, again, brother, I'm not a medical doctor. I would never practice medicine without a license. But when you read the book, when you read the book, Your Own mm-hmm. Perfect Medicine by Martha Christie, okay, go research that book. It has all the medical data in there to show you how amazing urine therapy is. For your listeners that don't understand urine therapy, the best way for me to help you understand it is if you were to get bitten by a snake, you would take in anti-venom, correct? Yes. Yes, you would. Okay. Do you know how they create anti-venom? Is that from snake urine? No, it's not. Okay. But how, how they do it, brother, what they do is they take a snake, they milk that snake to get the venom. They then take the venom and they inject it into a horse or sheep. Why do they do that? Because that horse or sheep or any animal that gets that snake venom will instantaneously create antibodies. Okay, that's how amazing this temple is. This temple will uh, will create the antibodies to heal itself from any and all things. It creates the antibodies. They then uh, inject that horse or sheep with another needle. They pull out their blood. Why? Because their blood now has the antibodies for that snake bite. They then spin it, and that is the anti-venom. Okay, your body is no different. Any 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 toxin that comes into your temple instantaneously, your temple creates the antibodies, your liver spins it, and all you do is piss it out. All you have to do is take it right back in. It's the perfect photonic memory of when the cells were healthy. Okay. This has billions of stem cells. They don't want you to know this. They, they don't want you to have any clue about this. Um, your your, your high-end um, beauty products and whatnot, guess what they contain? They contain urethra. You know what urethra is, brother? Are you saying urea or urethra? Well, maybe I've, I've heard it wrong, they, but it's urine. Yeah, well, I've heard the urea compound. I mean, that's the thing. Urine therapy has been used for centuries. I mean, in uh, you know, in the, in, since Egypt, Egyptian times. I feel medical science has progressed since you're in therapy, but you know, people do, people <laughs> yeah, do you like tend the to petroleum, drink petroleum, right? You, you think your body needs petroleum, really? Well, I don't know. I think the thing is your kidneys filter out. So what, what you're drinking is the waste that's been filtered out from your, your kidneys. No, it's not brother. This is the perfect photonic memory of when the cells were healthy and all your listeners out there, you've already drank your own urine and you don't even know it. When you were, when you were in your mother's womb, but, 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 and once your kidneys were developed, all day, every day, you were drinking your own urine. And that's why when you came out of your mother's uterus, 
Your skin was perfect. You, you, you smelled so perfectly amazing. Why? Because you were soaking in that urine that has billions of stem cells, brother. Billions of stem cells. The number one side effect for those people right now that are taking this bioweapon is causing what? It's causing blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, myocarditis, and death. Okay, that that is what has happened. The number one FDA approved drug, pharmaceutical drug for getting rid of blood clots. Guess what it's derived from, brother? It's derived from urokinase. You know where urokinase come from? Urine. Do you think that uh, urine is more effective against something like COVID than uh, than, you know, the Pfizer vaccines or the Moderna vaccine? Brother, I would never ever take anything from Pfizer, Moderna, or any of these satanic Luciferian occults, ever. When I put any of their uh, aborted fetuses, their mercury, their formaldehyde, I would never put any of those things into my temple. I would always try my urine before I did anything from Big Pharma, which is pharmacia, which is nothing but sorcery, brother. Do you ever get sick? Do you get the flu? Or does the urine prevent all of that? Brother, I haven't been sick into a doctor in nearly... Oh, gosh. <laughs> Probably nearly 20 years now. It's been 20 years. So since you started yeah. drinking urine. So does your family drink their own urine? Like, does everyone drink urine? Uh, again, I, I don't speak for another men or other women. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that's something that, that you would have to talk to them. Again, you're interviewing me. My family shouldn't be involved with this. I am my own person. Um, my family is their own person, brother. All right. Fair enough. I mean, that's the thing. I think it's it's definitely a tough sell trying to get people like, you know, these are the health benefits of urine. Go go try it out. I, th- I think people have been, you know, obviously, um, you know, habituated over over years to to not to not drink their waste products. But do you think that there's a conspiracy, though? By the medical community, by, you know, these uh, the, the Rothschilds and the Soros and everything to prevent people from drinking urine and prevent people from uh, having these health benefits from something that's so readily available. Brother, this is all about money. This is all about power. But more importantly, this is about mass eugenics, okay? They look at us as being useless feeders, and they want us dead. And and, and that's why you people out there that have taken this bioweapon, I have a team of 7,500 medical doctors, Mm -hmm. board-certified medical doctors that have told me that if you don't properly detox, you will be dead in two to five years, if you took this bioweapon, okay? Uh, Two to five years, and we believe one of the best things, one of the best antidotes for those of you that foolishly did take this bioweapon is your own urine. And and I love to promote this because it's free, okay? You know, what what do you have to lose for something that is completely 100% free? But again, if you don't want to do your urine therapy, but this is too much of a hard sell and and you can't drink something that's free, you can't read the book, Your Own Perfect Medicine by Martha Christie and look over all the medical data, we have other things that we know work very, very well. And again, that's why this one product right here was banned by the NFL, the PGA, Major League Baseball, and the NCAA, while the government came after me, fined me hundreds of millions of dollars, and why I cannot practice in the great state of Alabama for life, because it works. And they don't want you to know about the simple solutions that work. Well, practice what? Because you said you weren't a doctor. Like, what would Thank you be God. Pra- I'm, I'll, <laughs> but what would you, what, what, what are you barred from practicing? I can't do anything in the state of Alabama involved with health, wellness, and pain management for life. Oh, wow. So you're banned for life. Do, do you currently live in Alabama? 
No. Okay, so you moved out. So, so are you currently practicing, you know, health and fitness alternative uh, remedies? Uh, again, um, we don't treat, prevent, or cure anything. We make no claims in any form of the fashion. We have fellowship and frequencies. We have a ministry here in Boynton Beach, Florida, and we have people flying in from all around the world to come and have fellowship and frequencies with us. You know, I I saw another video on your site from uh, Stu Peters, who you mentioned before. He said that masculinity in our society is going extinct. I believe that that we are being poisoned uh, with all the estrogen mimickers, um, all all the different uh, BPAs and whatnot that we know from medical science lowers the testosterone levels. Because, again, they don't want a man like me that will speak up, that will stand up, that will go and and, and fight against this totalitarian, satanic, Luciferian agenda. They don't want men like Stu Peters and Mike Adams and Jonathan Otto that speak out and speak up. They want the docile, the feminized pansy men that just say, yes, master, I put two masks on and and I put pantyhose on and I'll take all the boosters and I'll take one the rest of my life. Oh, please, master. No, hell no. We men need to be men again and stand up. And that's why they have been poisoning the water we drink, the food that we eat, the air that we breathe. This is all by design, brother. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if they if they started drinking their urine and taking the moose antler stuff, then uh, they wouldn't have to worry about their shrinking testicles. That's what it sounds like to me. So Stu Peters, interesting guy. He's a uh, a right wing media host, but he was also a former bounty hunter. So you've been on his show several times, and I saw a video that he was uh, that he that he produced called "Watch the Water," in which he interviewed a, a chiropractor about um about a theory that the CDC was putting King Cobra venom in COVID-19 vaccines. Do, do you believe that? Is that true? Uh, brother, that, that was a great documentary called Watch the Water. Yeah. Uh, we followed that up with one um, with Jonathan Otto that Stu Peters put out last month called Venom 19 Okay. Again, don't believe me, brother. Go do the research. Go watch the, the, the documentary Venom 19 and see the physical evidence of where, yes, our government is allowing snake venom, snail venom, and all kinds of other venoms to be put in your tap water. And they've done it to their own people. And in this, we go over all these documents in the, the documentary, Co-Venom 19. And if you haven't seen the documentary called Died Suddenly, Brother, you need to go watch it because it's very likely that you yourself are going to die suddenly. I mean, do you understand that we've had over a thousand elite athletes drop dead on the playing field? Okay. The, the, these elite athletes that, that we used to have like four Who? a year. We've had a thousand athletes drop dead. And on Monday night football, nearly a month and a half ago, we, we had the football player die suddenly on the field. Wait, is this the Buffalo Bills player that had the heart attack? He didn't die though. He was dead for nine minutes, brother. And they brought, brought him back to life. He died on the field. He was dead, but they brought him back to life. Yeah, but he had a heart condition. <laughs> Where do you have a heart condition? Where's I think it was genetic. I read that huh? it was it was genetic. I don't think he was drinking cobra you believe venom. You anything you see on the television, <laughs> won't you, brother? Well, I probably would believe that more than like so. So here's a guy like Stu and, and yourself coming out saying that there's king cobra venom in the in the COVID vaccines, your water supply that's transferring satanic DNA into your system, and then another guy, this guy, this Pennsylvania man. Starts marketing water filtration systems that will take out the Satan venom. And so he starts hawking that. How why would why would you put your faith into that guy versus a doctor? 
or a medical community that's like, now, you know, we've, we've, we've tested the water. We don't see any signs of cobra venom. But the other guy's like, well, I'm selling a product that can remove the cobra venom. Like, that, that's what I'm, what I'm concerned about is do you think some of the information that you discuss publicly might lead to misinformation amongst people who are more gullible or who lack critical thought? Well, that, that would be the entire United States population for the most part. So we, we're in big trouble. But what, what going back to the, you, do you know by law every year your, um, your city government has to give you a, um, a pamphlet that shows you the toxins that are in your water, okay? And, and, and this is not a conspiracy. You just never read it because if you were to sit down and read it, it shows you parts per billion how much crack cocaine is in your water, how much fluoride is in your water, how much snake venoms in your water, how much Viagra, cholesterol, anything that's flushed down your toilet, brother, it goes to the water treatment plant and they try to treat it, but they can't treat it 100%. And then they give it back to you. And if you're drinking uh, parts per billion like you're supposed to, half your body weight in ounces a day, you're drinking a lot of toxic chemicals. And that's why Yes, I would listen to Leo, um, a plumber who sells one of the most amazing water devices in the world that takes out the snake venom, takes out the snail venom, takes out the fluoride, the, 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 the aborted fetus and all the other crap that's in our water, brother. That's my opinion. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I could see that. So I also read that you had a uh, you're selling a something called chlorine dioxide, which uh I guess the FDA has said it's like drinking bleach. And, and I think Donald Trump was also promoting, what was that hydrochloroxide? It was a, another treatment as a, a, as a cure to ingesting, you know, the venom that, that, that people have been drinking. Do, is that safe for people to, uh, to consume? Um, brother, I can't talk about that or I will be indicted. And, and, and my um, Counsel has told me if I'm indicted, they have a 98% conviction rate. So Ooh. that is a substance that I myself do not talk about, but I myself do take it. Uh, but I cannot talk about it because uh, my good friend, as I told you early, Mark Grin has been in prison now for 700 plus days with his three sons. No charges, no nothing, and no jury, no anything. And I don't need that to help happen to me because I can't help any of God's people and God's children if I'm in jail. Definitely not. Back to the urine. Are there other bodily fluids that we create that are also have health benefits, such as like semen? Because isn't that filled with uh, protein and filled with other, you know, bodily hormones and things? Again, I have never studied the semen, but one of the things I have studied is fecal matter transfer. Um, And and if you look at fecal matter transfer, there's many uh, medical studies uh, to show how uh, unbelievable it is for the microbiome. And uh, the only thing is with that is that it, it doesn't last very long and you have to have it done often. Uh, but again, everything's about the gut. Everything's about the microbiome. Everything's about uh, building up the immune system. Mm-hmm. And they don't want you to know that. Th- this little chip that I have on my forehead right here. About to ask if you, you guys about that. Have, if you guys have any pain anywhere in your body, you take this little chip, has no drugs, no chemicals. You put it anywhere on your body, you have pain instantaneously. The pain is greatly decreased, if not gone. And if you don't believe me, all you have to do is text me your name, address, and email, and free of charge, I will ship these anywhere in the world, anybody in the world. And I love it when it doesn't work for somebody, because then I want to go back to the lab and find out why God made you different. Because I believe 
God spoke and we were. Everything is frequency. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency. So that paint chip, it looks like a little silver, kind of a silver circle. You got it right on your forehead. And so what, what is in it? I, I, I don't understand. How does it work? Uh, great question, brother. What, what this is right here is a hologram. It's okay? like a sticker. Holograms. Yeah. Holograms are storage centers for information. A lot of your laptops, your cell phones have holograms in there. What I've been able to do is take this hologram and embed frequencies into this hologram. And then I put it in your energy field and then it resonates throughout your entire body. And, and my best analogy for your people out there listening is how do you get vitamin D? Do you know how you get vitamin D, brother? Um, through urine? You're not funny. No, okay. I'm just wondering. No, how, I, I mean, I guess you take supplements. Vitamin D. How do you truly get vitamin D? Sunlight. Do you even know? There you go. Sunlight. Yeah. How do you get it from sunlight? I think you absorb it in your skin, you know, don't no. you? No, no. no. You get that's it from not, a hologram That's what you've sticker? been told, and that's where you've, again, been lied to. What happens, brother, the sun resonates the frequency of vitamin D. And when that frequency comes into your energy field, your body then producing it, it. So what I've done is taken the frequencies for vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, creatine, all the things that I know from my background as an exercise physiology and kinesiologist and put those frequencies in the hologram and then you put in your energy field and it resonates throughout your entire body and your listeners don't believe me, fabulous. Send me your name, address, and email to 205-936-9803, and I will ship them out to anybody in the world. And then your cell phone, you want to put one of these on the back of your cell phone because your cell phone is radiating your body. This is one of the reasons it why I'm part of the four 5G. national championships and three Super Bowls. Do what? It blocks the 5G, right? Is that what No, it does, does not. No. no, 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 no. If it blocked the 5G, brother, you wouldn't get be able to have a phone call. What, what this does, it allows your temple... Uh, to be able to deal with these bad frequencies better. Because right now, we're being bombarded with 5G, with 4G, with, with, the, with the cell phone frequencies, with the Wi-Fi frequencies. They are killing us with the frequencies. Your body's electric. If you've never read the book, The Body's Electric by Robert Becker, please take the time and go read it, guys, and understand how God spoke and we work. Everything is energy. Everything is frequency. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. So how many of those do you wear? Do you just wear one on your forehead or do you wear them like all over your body? Again, I'm not a medical doctor, but if I had pain, okay, what I do, what I do is, is say I had shoulder pain, I would take one of these chips, wherever the worst pain is, I would take it and put it directly where the pain is. And then I would take two other chips and put below or above, depending on if the pain is radiating up or down to encapsulate that area. And then instantaneously, I believe, the pain will be greatly decreased. And when I took these to my professors, Dr. Joe, uh, Dr. Joe Smith and Dr. Uh, mm. Dr. Bishop at the University of Alabama, and they did the thermal imaging photography, and they're like, Christopher, how in the heck is this doing this? This is nothing but a sticker. But when they saw uh, shoulder pain and they saw that red heat from thermal imaging photography, and then they put the chip on there, and that red heat turned to, to yellow and green, just like that, they're like, what is going on here? And, and this is where we need to understand that science is never settled. Science is always changing and always will change. That's why it's called science, brother. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 you bring home a good point. Um, you know, I'm going to direct people to your website, vaccine-police.com. Are, are you they able to, to purchase the, the deer antler supplement and, uh, and the, the, the pain chips from your side? Uh, again, I don't, sell, I don't sell anything whatsoever. But they can I, email I you. 
Do I? They could email you and and give them give an well, address. No, they they can try. go to my website and, and and we accept donations. And then you can go uh, to getigf1.com. Um, that's G is in God, E is in energy, T is in Trump, I is an idiot. Yes, I said President Trump's an idiot. He's a freaking idiot for bringing this bioweapon to market because billions of people are going to die from it. G is in God, F is in frequency, the number one. And you can go and buy uh, the products there. And they're doing a special right now. Dr. Latini is doing a special. If you buy one bottle, he'll give you another bottle free and give you a free bottle of Long Jack. Um, you have to sign up for auto ship, but you can cancel it any time. And I promise you guys, if you give this 90 days, your temple, I believe, will be changed forever. It'll change your life. And so what about the people that want to try out the urine therapy? Do they just start peeing in a jar and, and giving it a go? Well, we got enough time. Let, let me tell you what I do, okay? okay. And, and, I, and I would never tell anybody else to do this. But what Christopher Key does every morning, Christopher Key gets up and I pee for three seconds. I pee for three seconds. I let that go into the commode uh, because this manufacturing uh, uh, machine that is my temple that is i believe what what, what is the trash you, you let that go into the toilet for three seconds and then the rest of it i collect okay the rest of it i collect i then drink three ounces of it i chase it with, with, with what is called cardio miracle which is an amazing product to help um rebuild uh, or allow the body to, to produce nitric oxide i chase it with cardio miracle and then i get in the tub i get in the tub I take all that's left and I pour it all over my hair. You, you, I, I pour it all over my face, wipe my, my skin down, wipe my chest down, my growing, my fanny. I wipe everything down and I don't wash it off. I then go to the gym and work out. So if you see me in the gym, you don't want to shake my hands because there's piss all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it smell? To, huh? Does it smell yeah. like piss? No. Okay, no odor. It, it, what, what happens is that it absorbs uh, all these billions and billions of stem cells that have absorbed into your skin. I go work out. And then as soon as I finish working out, I go straight to the beach. Since I'm here in Boynton Beach, Florida, I go jump in God's ocean, God's bathtub. And then I go home and, and, and take a shower. And then I go to the office. That's what Christopher T does. But there are also people out there that do what's called looping. Have you ever heard of looping? No. Uh, what's looping? Looping is where everything you piss out, you take it all back in. So, oh, so Every, you're just recycling pretty much. Everything. Yes, wow, that, that is something that I have not done yet, but I'll be doing um, a fast um, in about three months where I'll be doing looping. Um, Jonathan Otto and, and Dr. Group was the one that brought me into looping. Um, and one of the things that, that I've been doing here lately is what's called aged urine. Um, I, I've been taking my urine and, and putting a cheesecloth on it, uh, putting it in my windowsill so that it gets sun and moonlight and let, letting it age because the longer it's aged, um, I believe the more stem cells it creates. And you got people all across the world that are going uh, to all the different countries and getting stem cell therapy where they're paying thousands and thousands of dollars. And if you'll see the big hit article they did on me with, um, I don't know, I forget Washington Post or one of them, where I injected my own urine into my shoulder. I would never recommend anybody do that. Uh, yeah. But I Sounds did that extreme. live on air uh, about nine months ago with Dr. Group. Did, did, did you have any benefits from that? Like, was it like instant uh, my gratification? My, my shoulder don't hurt no more. <laughs> All right. Well, personal experience. All right. Well, uh, Christopher, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for enlightening us about uh, the benefits of urine therapy. Not sure if I'm going to try out a urine shower, but uh, it's a, it's an interesting theory. 
Um, so uh, people go check out vaccine-police.com and learn more about uh, Christopher, Christopher Key and the power of drinking urine. Christopher, keep up the good fight. And thanks for being on the show. Brother, I, I love you, brother. I, I so appreciate you giving me the time to come on. And again, guys, please don't believe nothing I've told you today. Do what the Lord commands you to do, and that is test and prove all things. Test and prove all things. I promise if you do that, you will find the truth, and the truth shall make you free, brother. Love you, and God bless. All right. Thank you. I swear, Kate Rambo, he says brother more than Hulk Hogan. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't even know that was possible. Brother, brother. He says it differently because he's Southern, but he definitely uh, uses that word um, uh, prolifically. Brother. <laughs> brother. Um, I can't believe I'm, I'm in shock right now that that man goes to the gym soaked in urine. Like he showers in urine every morning and then he goes and works out in the gym this is the reason i despise the gym also like everyone knows the first piss of the day is like the chicken soup piss of the day that's the one where it's like the cloudiest and smells the worst why why do you want to do that i also this man should discover eating asparagus as well because i bet he would love that piss yeah i I love my asparagus piss i wonder if he like experiments with different food groups to try to like make his piss taste better Oh, like they say pineapple for cum and all of that. Well, You're very good at interviewing the crazies. I, ca- I just don't have the patience for it. Well, this guy was definitely insane. And that's the thing, people. I cut that interview down because yeah. we talked for like 52 <laughs> minutes. So if you want to hear the, in- the entire interview, like the unedited version, I'm going to post it to Patreon. Uh, you can sign up for Patreon and you can check it out. Because he, he is a mentalist, that guy. But I mean, at least he firmly believes his convictions, you know, stands by what he believes. Yeah, I always have a a, I always have respect for people who have passions and his passion is just piss. Well, I mean, to his defense, we mentioned this earlier, but drinking urine is an ancient tradition, you know, that was believed to treat everything from acne to cancer. I mean, the Egyptians did it, you know, in Greece and Rome. I mean, they, they bathed, bathed in it in Rome, but they also drank it too. I mean, it was a medicine. Uh, we have you know, chemotherapy now, babes. Like, we don't have urine therapy. Well, that's the thing. Drinking or a local application of human or animal urine for medicinal purposes is practiced okay. over the world for millennia. So, I mean, it's not like it's a new treatment or a new medication. However, we've moved beyond that. We have science. We have advanced technology. We've developed treatments beyond drinking our own piss. And I tried to explain that to him. Obviously, I failed. <laughs> Can I just back up a second? So if you were to have any animal's piss, piss on you, what animals would you choose? Animal. We'll just go with animal. What animal would you choose? I probably wouldn't want an animal to piss on me. I'm picking otter. Yeah. I'm not, I, like, I that mean, was instant. I knew I would have an otter piss on me. Like I was I would thinking love it. koala, but I don't know. They have chlamydia. I wouldn't want any animal to piss on me because I don't need to. Water. I can go get go to Walgreens and I can buy medication. I would be delighted if a Eurasian otter pissed on me. I'd just be like, what a cheeky scamp. And then it would run away and I'd be fine. Yeah, I don't know. Or a burb um, because that comes out the kalaka. So I looked this up. There's a there's a lot of sites about urine therapy. Actually, it's a very it is a oh popular God. movement, especially amongst the anti-vaxxers because they trust urine as a preventative, you know, <laughs> against catching COVID, which is like, okay, run with that. I'm going to see how well that works out for you. Um, but anyway, there's rules. There are rules about, uh, about urine therapy. So first, only drink your own urine. 
never anyone else's. Because oh, it's gay if you drink someone else's? It says if you cannot drink your own, drink the urine from someone from the same sex. So men can only drink male <gasps> urine. Women can only drink female urine. Well, that's sexist. Well, that's how it is, you know. Ideally, the urine of young children of the same sex are the best because they have the cleanest and purest and best tasting urine. Well, that's nonsense because you can ask a little kid to piss for you. That's nonsense. Well, you'd probably have like a room full of them. You just call, you just milk them. That, well, that's even more nonsense. It's like Victorian nonsense. Well, how do you think Jimmy Savile looked so good all those years? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look good, dude. He looked like the crib keeper. What are you talking about? Well, maybe he didn't follow this rule. You collect from the middle of the stream, not the beginning or the end. You take the middle. Oh. But that's like, so what? Are you supposed to, This are you supposed to like, what, introduce the milk bottle at a certain time then and be like, oh, this is the middle. How do you know it's the middle of the stream? Also, how do you know if it's going to be a long piss? Because sometimes when I'm stoned, I will piss for minutes. And I do mean minutes. Well, much like Christopher said, you piss out the first bit. So you're supposed to piss out a small amount at the beginning. Oh, and then pelvic floor muscle it. Well, no, you just keep pissing. But it's the first part rinses the urinary passage clean, so the urine will be more sterile. So you piss out like the, you know, you wake up, you piss for 10, 15 seconds, and you just piss out the rest. And that's what you keep, and that's what you drink. Morning urine has the most growth hormone and uh, mineral content. No, it doesn't. It's the this is the grossest one. It smells like chicken soup. If you're, if you're drinking your morning urine, you need to wait 30 minutes to eat after drinking urine. You do not want... Keep in mind, people, you do not want to eat <laughs> for 30 minutes after drinking urine because you don't know what... You don't even want to know what will happen. Will, will gremlins... Like, will gremlins happen? Very, very similar, yes. And then if you plan to drink urine throughout the day... You want to you want to wait sixty minutes after eating to drink urine. So you want to like space it out. <laughs> Is this like an old wives' tale where it's like, oh, you you can't go swimming after you eat. You'll be sick. It's like I was a competitive swimmer. You fucking eat before you swim because it gives you pep. You well, fucking gotta eat. Probably a lot of piss in the pool too. Um, I also used to piss in the pool. Everyone pisses in the pool. It's kind of a, a a nice pleasure. I also had one of my first orgasms in a pool, but I'll talk about that on the Patreon. Where haven't you had an orgasm? Everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, this is from the urinetherapyguide.com, so there's a whole guide about uh, drinking I urine. I do not trust this guide. Anyway, people, um, yeah, go sign up for the Patreon. And check out the entire 54-minute unedited interview with this this nutter because it's very entertaining. Uh, it's episode 885 here, Sick and Wrong. Got a couple phone calls coming up next, 323-522-4032. But first, here's a brief message from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code. I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Luke Eric's disease got pretty bad. Let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E. I'm now 
We got a couple phone calls here. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number, or you can email the show. Email us an MP three sickroompodcast at gmail So last week we made a shout out to people saying if you've experienced the death of a coworker, give us a call and let us know what happened. I, you know, last night I went to uh, I went to go see the band death to all it's like a tribute to the band death but it's with members of the band death um which is a great name for a death metal band because it makes sense um very they're on tour right now if you get a chance to check it out it's a very entertaining show um i was talking to uh, p-town about this and p-town was saying you know god that's really weird you you know i've never experienced a a co-worker you know who has died however he had because he's like a, a manager of like engineers i don't know what he does something like that but he had an engineer who just disappeared. Oh, that's that's better because that's mysterious. But he said it was really weird. Like they would text him because they had his number. He was an engineer who'd worked there for years, a few years. And uh, someone would respond that oh. clearly wasn't him. This is even better. Yeah, and then they called his family. His family's like, we don't know what happened to him. And then the police just gave up. They never found the guy again. This is what I'm going to do when I leave my work, though, to move to America. I'm you're just, just, just going to disappear everyone, without. I was going to ghost them. You're, well, you're not going to say anything. You're not going to say like you're not going to have like uh, you know a goodbye party or anything. No, no, no. I mean, I can quit through HR online. So on pay, my last payday, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, but you're and then I'm quitting. I'm going to close my bank account so you're, they can't even like get in contact with me. Yeah, but you're quitting online. So you're letting them know that you're this guy. Well, that's just, true. I'm not just this guy. Never showed up. He was just gone, like he was abducted by aliens or a time traveler or something. Haven't we all had, that's like the Enid Cole slot. I've always had that Enid Cole slot urging me to just like pack shit into a suitcase and just like disappear. But I can't do that because I have a cat and like he would have to come with me. But it I mean, is like, it's not a fantasy to just disappear. Yeah, I think about disappearing from this podcast like, I don't know, at least every three <laughs> hours. Anyway, uh, this first uh, this first caller um, experienced coworker death. D Kate, okay, D, you wanted stories about people you work with dying. I had a boss die. Uh, actually, it was a uh, he owned the company, and uh, when we found out that he was going into hospice, he had spawn. I mean, there was a son, grandson that were willing to take the place over. And that's how it worked. Nobody was worried about losing their job. But when we heard the old man was going in the house. <laughs> like Willy oh, so this... factory. Well, this guy's old. That's Does that count? He's going into hospice. <laughs> we actually, my, like, you know, I know plenty of, like, cancer dads who went into hospice at the age of 50. But I just have in my mind that this guy works in, like, Willy Wonka's factory. When do you think this guy's Willy an Wonka. Oompa Loompa or something? No, he sounds taller than Lumpa Lumpa, but he's just like, <laughs> that's Willy Wonka's, you know, going into hospice because he's 105. Maybe Mary Poppins, you know, Mr. Banks is the uh, the better character to go for. I think he's more like the type that married Anna Nicole Smith. Who's that guy? You know, that billionaire? Oh, I want to say it's JP, but it's not JP. I have a lot of respect for that relationship. Don't <sighs> Don't you be slighting Anna Nicole here. Well, she made out like a bandit. Although she didn't get to she enjoy, didn't. she didn't she get to enjoy didn't. her riches all that well. 
No, she actually didn't get any riches because the fucking sun came and took them from her. Love you, Anna Nicole. Uh, my boss came up to me one night wanted to know if I had 30 bucks. Uh, but this is the same guy that took up the guitar lessons for the dude that lost his fingers I called about a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, he wanted to know if I had 30 bucks on me. Uh, what they were planning on doing is to think how the old man was in hospice. Uh, they were going to go 30 bucks a piece, seven guys max. And as soon as you give your money, uh, you draw the day of the week out of the hat. And nice. if he happened to die on your day, you won 210 bucks. Oh, my God. They did a brilliant. Deadpool. That is I brilliant. Done, I would have done a Deadpool as well. This is brilliant. Well, my day would have been it, Thursday. I want it to be on a Thursday. Is it technically? That's not really a Deadpool. It's more of like a dead drawing. Lucky pool. It's yeah. a dead lucky pool. Wow. God, that is callous. We d- <laughs> it's not callous. I would totally, as soon as he went to hospital, I would have been like, how many days do you give him, boys? 20? Well, d- don't get me wrong. I would have put money in on it. But yes, it is very um, insensitive. Meh. Uh, so... As it turned out, he was in hospice for a couple of weeks, and everybody was waiting. I was pretty proud. I had Saturday. I figured that's when you know the part timers would be in there. I thought I'd be a little edge over win, but anyhow, the guy that did win was a turd, an absolute turd. He felt so bad over when they were counting the money out to him. He just he donated it to charity. Oh my what? God! Did you kill that guy? That's not what you do. I'd be like, we're all going to the bar tonight, buddies. I'd be straight to Hooters. It's like, we're going straight to Hooters <laughs> right now and drinking on the old man. Come on. It's what Willy Wonka would have wanted. It's yeah. what Mr. And Banks would have wanted. We would have, like, you know, drank and, and, and cheered him. It would've been good. That would have been a good time. Give him some toasts. That's the rules of the game. You've got to put the money back in to your buddies. If you're all like doing dark shit like that you put the money back in i can't believe the guy felt like remorse about this he is a turd what charity did he donate it to i do want to know that yeah i believe you know he couldn't have a bet on somebody's death (sighs) you know the rest of us were all like man if i would have won we would have gone to the bar after work and we wouldn't have left until all 210 bucks was gone exactly this i like this guy I like the cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I really do. I would get a, if this guy was my coworker, we'd be friends for sure. Yeah, well, I feel like I already work in the factory of this guy. I feel like this guy's already part of my career. That's what I would have done if I would have won. I'd been like, dude, we're all going to the bar. We're going to Hooters right now. We're gonna get drunk. I think we're it's the law, drunk. isn't it? It's just the, the law. Not like, oh, I'm gonna donate it to a child. Oh, no. Oh, I've been so annoyed. That reminds me of like when in my bar mitzvah, I'm, 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 I'm still, oh, right. I'm, I still have a grudge about this. It's okay. like for the bar mitzvah because the I was trees. a rabbi's kid. Yeah, because I was a rabbi's kid. Most people give you like a hundred bucks. You just expected a hundred bucks. But there are some fucking assholes that would donate money to this. I think it's a, a, a you know, a, a spurious tra- uh, charity if it even exists at all. I think it's just some Israeli just some Israeli huckster that's just like cashing in money. But it's like you donate you donate money to this organization that plants a tree in Israel in your name, just some random tree. And so you get a certificate that says yeah. they donate $100 to plant a tree in Israel. I wanted to go and just fucking shove that fucking certificate up their fucking mouth hole. 
What you should have done is gone and found your tree and just chopped it down. I also hate the sanctimonious pricks who were like, oh, I've flown, so I've donated some of my money to rebuilding back the trees. It's like, oh, you know what? Just fuck off. You're a vegetarian anyways. You're already, like, taking up no space. I don't think there was a tree. I think it was just a scam. I think it was bullshit. Do they have trees in Israel? I'm assuming they do, but, I mean, I'm sure there's areas, but I highly doubt all these people... You know, all the trees that were donated to this fucking company. You know, it just, it pissed me off. Like, I kind of almost want to do a documentary where I do research to find the fucker that plants the trees and get David's my money back. Tree. Ugh, I was so mad about that. Anyway, um, yeah, fuck this guy, dude. You guys should have fucked with him for the rest of his life till he, till he quit the job. That's what I would, I would have <laughs> continued. I would have continued. You know, between the other six people. But no, had to give it to charity. Ugh. But anyhow, yeah. Dead co-workers, that's a bummer. Uh, when you get to my age, it happens a lot more often. So brace yourself. You'll have more of those stories. Uh, keep it sick and wrong. See ya. Bye. I really want to have another one die at the office. That's what I want to experience. I like the way he says, when you get to my age, like he kind of isn't already our age. Nah, I think this guy's a little bit older because here. Part two. Yeah, this is Tommy. I just wanted to add to my story. That oh, it's Tommy! Like I fucking know this guy. So the two hundred and ten bucks would have pretty. You missed that. It was nineteen eighty-five or eighty-six. So that's when he I was working in an office. So he would have been, yeah, he's probably at least ten to fifteen years older than we are. I am sorry, Tommy's fucking awesome. I love Tommy. Sorry, Tommy. Pretty much put to bed a pretty large bar tab. That's all. <laughs> Thanks, bye. He makes he brings up a good point. In 1985, $200, you probably would have been drinking all night. Especially We're he's from Ohio about... too. So some bar in Ohio, 200 bucks, like you're talking like 2 bucks a beer. Yeah. I'm imagining, you Shots. know that um that bar they go to in Blue Collar next to the oh, factory. Yeah. That's the type of bar I'm imagining where beers probably cost like wait, like what? Well, that was the seventies. That was like probably fifty, seventy-five cents or something. And plus, you'd probably drink in Black Label because that's what they drank at those old Detroit kind of like dive bars. There's tons of bars like that that still exist. One of my favorites is Old Miami. People, I don't know if there's people from Michigan, but Old Miami's still there. Still looks just like that, and it's just like some dingy looking place that you go in. looks Looks just like that, actually. Well, um, we'll great movie. Go Blue to Collar, we go though. to Bay City. Yeah. Oh my god, I love Blue Collar. We were talking about in the patient recently. I especially love the orgy scene. That's ah, a great movie. Um, thank you, Tommy. Always good to hear from you. Yeah, people, give Tommy. us a call. We want to hear about coworker deaths. Uh, this next call is not about a coworker death, but you'll recognize this guy. He has a question for Kate. Oh. Hi, gentlemen. This is WBMC. WBMC. Just wanted to ask Kate about something really important to me, because I've been like watching porn for like a hundred years, and was, you know, when I was young, I was exposed to it, and I've been watching it for a long time. Anyway, my girlfriend now, I had her back in the '90s, and she loved porn, and we did like tweak and. It was all great. We watched porn, and I used to jack off and watch porn so much. Anyway. Uh, Do you remember this guy? Now Vaguely. I'm up with her again, and it's all gone. Oh, this guy. And she told me, I don't want to get into oh, 
shit. But I mean, you know, she told me to come out to where she's living, and um, she's not, you know, she's not watching it anymore. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. And um, three years ago, she told me, yeah, she's watching it and she loves it and it's great. But this is what I have to ask. I, I don't believe women. I don't know. I've been I, I've been in therapy for a long time, and I just want this guy. I think is a porn addict. Yeah, I remember him. He's uh, called no. in with this very similar scenario several times, where he wants to know He's like. Back. Why doesn't this girl want to watch porn with me? You know, I dated her like 30 years ago and she liked porn back then, but now she doesn't. She's probably in menopause, dude. She has, she has better things to do than to, hey. uh, to, to, to watch porn with you. Porn was also a lot better back then, and now porn is not the same. I'm just reading through like Linda Lovelace's books, and porn was just more fun. Porn's too serious nowadays. It bores me. And kind of gross at times. Like, I've, she probably doesn't totally like the gross. gaper videos. She's she's probably not a fan of the gapers. I don't want to you know? see balls slamming into an asshole. I just don't want to see it. You don't want to see a monster cock? I don't want to see a monster cock. I don't want to see any of that. I want to see nicely decorated sets, and I want to see snogging. That's what I want to see. Boring. <laughs> Okay, to really say, I know you said you watch porn. I, I just, I, I had like two therapists, men, of course, one gay. I know he was gay. He didn't say he was gay, but I called him out and he was like upset. He was gay. Um, he had the greatest, prettiest box. And I just. What did he say? He had the greatest Prius box? I thought he said prettiest box or prettiest fox. Did he say a Prius Fox? I don't know what a Prius Fox is. Neither do I. Although I look pretty foxy driving my Prius. <laughs> Upset. He was gay. Um, he had the greatest, prettiest Fox. And I just want... I can't understand what he said. The greatest, prettiest Fox. Uh, like... Oh, so he had a Fox. I wonder if the Fox is part of the therapy. Oh my God, right. D, I would only ever attend therapy if my therapist was like, every different week, I will have a wild animal for you to look at. Like this week, there's going to be a fox. Next week, there'll be an opossum. The week after that, a raccoon. The week after that, a beaver. Then after that, will come a snake. And every week at therapy, I'll be like, ask me anything. Can I touch the opossum? What if they're like, if you keep having this problem, if you're still, you know, scared of, uh, of human I'm not scared of any of these animals. You're still scared just... of human interaction. You have to stick your hand in the cage. Well, I want to touch these animals. I want to be pals with them. I like yeah, the animals what, more than people. What if they're violent animals? What How if they've they been violent? abused? What if they attack? Opossums are lovely. Opossums will lovely. rip your fucking dick off. I've no, tried they it. Won't. Oh, yes, they will. I grew up in <laughs> Michigan, believe me. Raccoons um, are lovely. I love all these animals. Can you imagine this dude? He was just like, you're gay. Your porn doesn't count. No one wants uh, to watch your porn. This is why I do not have the patience to be a therapist. Somebody just sat there going, your fucking porn sucks. I'm like, I watch only 1970s porn and I know it doesn't suck, you fucking dickhead. Well, this guy has called us three or four times asking the same, the same question story. about the porn. So could you imagine... Every session with his therapist, probably weekly, 
He's like, I just wish she had watched porn. You know, she used to watch porn. And now Why don't she doesn't we watch like porn it anymore. Together. How do you th- how can I get her to watch porn with me again? Like I would jack off and she'd watch porn. Why can't we do it? It's like, could you imagine? I'd probably like yeah, I don't know. I'd probably it'd be like that scene in airplane. Remember when that guy was telling the story and everyone kept killing themselves? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would do that. I would I would probably off myself. Really, really, is it really, 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 really do you watch fucking porn and get off? Because I, I, my girlfriend did when I, back when we were. Yeah, back when you were 15. Tweaking, excuse me. Tweaking, and she, you know. She's a tweaker? Acted like she did, and we did, and now it's just like, I don't want to look at it. I don't care. I don't fucking like it and i i just I oh is that because she doesn't tweak anymore you do if you do kate if you do ms rambo watch porn what is it is it a visual do you watch it what kind do you watch and what is the fuck what do you do and what can i and and, and talk oh to my. me tell me advice about what you do to oh my get her to watch porn again all right goodbye God, you're you're basically Love becoming his therapist. Wrong. I I do think maybe the man is high, and I do think maybe his ex girlfriend was high, and now she isn't. You know, like how when you are super high, so, uh, like I know tweakers have like an insatiable sexual ac- appetite. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, my brother said he can't have sex without the drug. <laughs> really, that's kind of sad. Yeah, he's well. I think he's just done it for so long, and I long mean, he got off in yeah, a certain he... way. He's like. He's like, why bother? That's kind of what I think. It's like a healthy attitude I have with porn because I can give it or take it. But I love old classic porn. Like I just modern porn just doesn't cut it for me. Apart from Vixen, I do like Vixen, but that's because like they have a lot of like girls I fancy on it. It's not about the men; it's about the girls. What about but porn what about Tushy dot com? <laughs> no, not Tushy <laughs> or like what is it? Blacked com. I just like. I like the old style because it would like, you'd get 20 minutes of story first. You're going to meet the characters. It's going to be like Seika and you're just like, look at her. She's a fucking bombshell. And she like just spreads her legs and she's still a bombshell. It's the, but nowadays it's just not the same. But do not you watch same. porn every time you get off, every time you masturbate? No, I don't need to. So, so you don't watch porn that often? I probably, No, I don't. I probably watch like, if I am watching porn, I'm usually watching an old film, and I watch it. I don't. You're you're wank not wanking. No, so- I watch it, and I'm like, this is fucking an awesome film. And like, yeah, I'll maybe get horny. It would probably be different if I had a partner in the room, and then I'd be like, ooh, ooh, la la. But because I'm alone watching, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this. Like, smoke but some typically, weed, drink a you're whiskey. not like looking up Pornhub on your phone while you're while you're wanking. You just no, kind of do your mad. business, go to bed. Yeah, I'm not a man. I can just wank to to my imagination, which is all you need. That you is one of your imagination. That is one major advantage women have to men, amongst others. But that's definitely one of them. Yeah, I can just imagine it, and then I get horny. Like a stiff breeze makes me horny. You know what I mean? I don't need porn. Yeah, we need visual gratification. Although I have a theory about this guy. Okay. I don't think his girlfriend or wife or whatever <laughs> she is even exists. 
Oh, he's my just theory. Been it. No, I th- I think what he's doing is he wants to hear you talk about the porn you watch, and he's gonna wank while you're talking about it. I don't have I have I don't have that type of voice. I know, but I like. think that's what he's but he's imagining it. So he thought you were gonna go into detail about the type of porn you watch <laughs> or whatever, and then the whole time just like you know wanking. That's what I think. If you want to find good porn, go in like Ultra Flesh Archives. That's really good. Or like a, my favorite porn of all time, I've said this millions of times, is Punk 1977. That is the best porno ever fucking made. It's about Steve Austin getting punked out. It's really hot. No, Andre the Giant. no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. <laughs> but do you wish it was though? I do. The only wrestling porno I know of uh, is the China and X-Pac porn, which isn't wrestling related, although they did get kicked out of the uh, WWF Hall of Fame. WWE, sorry. For you it. Know, but it's not sexy. You know what is sexy? That's what I've been really into these days. Uh-oh, X-Hamster. X-Hamster.com. It's my, <laughs> oh my favorite <laughs> site. No, I have it bookmarked. X-Hamster. <laughs> Try it out. They have every keyword. Just go to X-Hamster. Oh, goodness. What a throwback to you. <laughs> <laughs> Mad props to X Hamster. Well, there you go, you pervert. I'm, I'm giving him some tips. Just go, uh, go to, go to X Hamster and think about Kate Rambo talking about porn. Uh, people, you can call the Sick Around Hotline at three two three five two two four zero three two. Big ups to all the listeners who support us on Patreon. I know we talk about oh, yeah. that every week, but we do, um, we do appreciate you helping us keep it sick and wrong. And um, yeah, and check out the second show, especially this week, because it'll be fun with the big titty got detective. Would you say titties, kitties, bitty? Uh, crime, bitty, <laughs> and bitty? crime, and a beige buffet. If you've ever wanted to know how to make a beige buffet, and you can make it at any of your theme parties, me and Sophie are going to talk you through it step by step, so you know how to make the best beige buffet ever. And you need a beige buffet when you're watching uh, Point Break. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Sign up today. Uh, T Public. We have a T Public Sick and Wrong store with a bevy of Sick and Wrong uh, t-shirt designs. They do actually have a sale going on this week because uh, our contact over there emailed me. You know, I feel bad because I never respond to her emails. And she like, I mean, she's she must. Very, she's peppy. She's peppy. Well, she's persistent. I think she uh, must use the same email and just change the name. And send it out to all her, her different clients. But they do have a uh, yeah, the, the, some big sale going on. So anyway, if you wanted some if you want some sick wrong merch, now's the time to buy. Sickwrongpodcast.com slash shop. Click on the picture of the Pope. Uh, finally here, Sick Wrong Song of the Week had to find a song about piss. And not surprisingly, there's a lot of songs about piss. Me and you are punkers. So of course, there's a lot of yeah. songs about piss. I mean, there's some there's some metal songs like the Mentors. There's Gigi Allen. He sings about piss. Oh, there's like yeah, that's pretty. Fecals is pretty much all he sings about. Jesus Lizard does a song called My Own Urine. But I wanted to find some ween. a song specifically. Yeah, Ween piss up a rope. That's a great song actually, off a great album. But I wanted to find something specifically about drinking urine. So I found this song by the Yellow River Boys called Hot Piss. It's off their album, Urinal Street Station, which is a piss-themed album. Every song's about piss. Not necessarily drinking <laughs> piss, but about piss. Um, so Hot Piss is the, 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 the first track, but then there's the Honky Tonk Piss Club. There's Slurp okay. It Up. 
Hot Piss Blues, Piss Pig Freak, and uh, Hot Piss Drinker. It's another good song off there, and that's a that's a longer <laughs> song. And uh, you know, I I I found the song. I was listening. I was like, wow, this is some generic kind of like contemporary Nashville country rock kind of. And uh, I was listening to it, and I was like, who's in this band? The voice sounds so familiar. You know who it is? You could probably Tell guess us. Tim Heidecker. And Tim and Eric. He <laughs> did this album Eric. in 2013. He released this uh, a, a whole album about ingesting urine. Not surprised. Good for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he says in the description that uh, that that uh, this song, "Hot Piss," uh, is uh, perfect music for your Fourth of July celebration. I gotta say, I agree with him with that. Yeah, I get that too. Or your maybe your child's second birthday party. What's more American than the sweet taste of hot piss on the tip of your lips? Preventing COVID, you know? Oh. I trust that more than the vaccines. But you know what's funny? I was looking it up. I'm like, who else is in this band? It's a 10-piece band, the Yellow River Boys. It doesn't exist anymore. I think it was just a thing they did in 2013. But featured Greg Turkington on guitar. Uh, that's Neil Hamburger. It's his real name. Makes one of my sense. Favorite, one of my favorite celebrities. Um, and this is kind of funny. Claire Cetera. Have you ever heard of her? No. I feel like I'd know the name, though. Have you ever heard of Peter Cetera? No. <laughs> Peter Cetera was her father. He was the uh, lead singer of Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. so funny. Like 80s, uh, I think he was like an 80s solo artist. But anyway, I mean, all those, all those 80s people have children. They yeah, probably like Phil have Collins. Just ro- no, Phil Collins doesn't have children. Yeah, Phil Collins, Lily Collins. She's like an actress or something or a singer. Oh, yeah, but I mean all these like forgotten 80s stars. Everyone knows who Phil Collins is, but like who's the guy from like Boston? Who's the guy from Chicago? Who's the guy from Rat? You know a lot of I mean? these a lot of these guys though have kids that grew up Hundreds you know privileged them. and then just like I'm gonna be a musician too, and dad buys them a you know a, a record. Uh, the guy, another guitarist in the band, James Valentine, who's a guitarist for Maroon Five. <laughs> oh, he's got a good sense of humor, but he the, Maroon Five of California. Something doesn't surprise me. Yeah, probably all L.A. based. They probably all hang out with Tim Heidecker. But I just find it funny that he's like, well, when he's not rocking out to the sweet songs of Maroon Five, so catchy. <laughs> he's playing songs about piss. Anyway, we're gonna end the show here with uh, "Hot Piss" by the Yellow River Boys. Uh, thank you, Christopher Key, for being on the show. And people go check out Christopher's site, vaccine-police.com. We'll be back okay. next week with episode 886. Till then, take it sleazy.
Okay, who were some of your uh, childhood heroes? Fuck you! Ah, shit! I answer damn phone. Piss. <laughs>